0: Well, hello, hello. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to Optimizing Your Financial World. I am your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we've got our star of the show. That's Mr. Mark Wade, the president of Echelon Family Office. He's carved some time out of his day to jump back on the show, and we're going to be unpacking a really unique wealth management topic here today. You know, Mark bringing nearly four decades worth of experience to this show, and I love this conversation because Mark just told me this is one that he's having more and more with clients in today's day and age. And here's why the fact remains, look, we're living longer these days and, if we're living longer, that means, well, we might need our wealth to see us through a few more years and, you know, tacked on to maybe that retirement plan we initially had. So today we're really going to be exploring how an increasingly important aspect and avenue of wealth management as a whole, which is called longevity planning, how this is coming into play these days and how it can potentially help position you and your finances for The long haul, maybe a haul that was longer than you initially anticipated. So with that being said, let's get Mark on here and get right into the discussion today. Mark, it's good to see you. How are you doing this morning? Hey, Ryan, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Mark, I'm excited for this one. You had mentioned you were just just having these types of conversations more routinely today, uh, you know, these days with your clients. So uh, really timely, really good one for us to get into today. Um, So Mark, you know, Americans' life expectancy these days is significantly higher than it has been in the past, maybe a few generations ago even. But the probability of living longer than your parents or grandparents, I would imagine that presents a little bit of a double-edged sword for some people. Am I correct in saying that?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, think about it. You know, on the one hand, you could live to be ninety, a hundred, or even longer, right? You know, giving you lots of times potentially to to cross off things on your bucket list and you know to enjoy life. You know, on the other hand, living comfortably into your nineties or longer, you know, or you know might find that you're living beyond your means. You know, your wealth may need to be there for you potentially to last a much longer time than our ancestors' wealth had to be there for them, right? So, AKA, living longer means you need to have more money in order to last longer. Uh, You know, so, you know, if you tack on an additional 10 or 15 years to your life, you could face a very real and dangerous risk of running out of money while you're still alive or having so little left that your lifestyle becomes is seriously compromised and you're not living the kind of life that you expected you would in your retirement years. You know, things like major medical bills and rising healthcare costs could eat away at your savings, you know, when your financial plan could fail to take those additional costs into account in those golden years and, and last for what could be a 35 or 40 year retirement nowadays. It's not unrealistic to expect people are going to live that long.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a worthwhile conversation given the numbers and the trends on, on seeing people living longer these days, but Mark, how are wealth managers then these days addressing this issue? You know, which is, it sounds like both an opportunity as well as a challenge, but how are you seeing wealth managers handle
1: this? You know, Ryan, a, a component of comprehensive wealth planning that's becoming more and more prevalent is longevity planning. Okay. And it's increasingly becoming more important because, you know, successful families, wealth management efforts, have to combat the risks that they're going to live longer than their previous generations did. No, essentially, you know, this concept of longevity planning is about taking action to live longer, you know, but those actions that you're going to take to, you know, hopefully live a longer and and healthy life are going to lead to other issues. And they include financial ones, you know, which is where the wealth management, you know, overall comprehensive wealth management comes in play. So this longevity planning is just a, a, an ever increasingly more important piece of overall wealth management.
0: Mark, specifically then, what are some of the ways then that you're seeing wealth management being used by the affluent to help ensure their wealth is in
1: fact positioned to go the distance? Wow, there's a lot of things. I mean there are a lot of things, but one one key aspect that we see, you know, of of longevity planning is the concept and the service of concierge medicine. So okay. any discussion of funding a longer life, you know, really has to involve the topic of paying for medical care, right? So that, you know, you and your loved ones can continue to have the kind of lives, you know, that, are, that you really want to have and, you know, not just just an extension of a lesser life. You know, you want to live a long, healthy, enjoyable life. So the traditional healthcare systems oftentimes are not able to keep up with the demand of people living longer and in in such greater quantities. And so there's a great potential for people to fall between the cracks. Have you heard that story, Ryan? People trying to get in for appointments, people trying to find new doctors. My health insurance doesn't cover the doctor I've had for the last 20 years. I mean, so many different things are changing. So, you know, for those people that are concerned, concierge medicine could be a true and viable solution. Uh, You know, at its core, concierge medicine is kind of a membership driven model a uh, driven model you know for a fee you get to access you know boutique medical services and practices with relatively small ratio of patients to physicians and you know that enables shorter waiting times longer visits and significantly more personalized care given and in many cases by physicians with greater expertise than a typical provider might have so, you know, that's a good thing. You know, the problem is that high quality concierge medicine can be extremely expensive, you know, and depending on the care needed and the providers. So therefore, the ability to use wealth management solutions to address those potential costs uh, of, of a concierge healthcare system and the specialized medical care, you know, all of this could be extremely valuable. Uh, you know, even to those of us with significant wealth, it's important to consider that, you uh, we want to be healthy while we're living longer and we still want to be able to enjoy our life. And the traditional medical system may not be able to accommodate us in future years as well as we would like them to.
0: Sure, sure. So, so, Mark, do you have any examples, concrete ones for us today that that could illustrate how wealth management solutions can, in fact, help support the use of concierge medicine to you know, address those medical issues that are inevitable to pop up down the road?
1: Uh, yeah. 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 Let's look at some hypothetical situations that were based on some cases on, on on real events, right? So, you know, say there's a wealthy family with $30 million or more in net worth, you know, most of most of which is could be tied up in real estate, in a family business. Bottom line is it's illiquid. So and let's say that a family member requires some expensive, costly, state of the art treatments that are only available in let's say a foreign country. So as well as significant post-treatment rehabilitation that maybe he's gonna do here in the United States. You know, being able to financially prepare for such a situation, maybe through genomic testing, maybe through research of bioidentical hormones and things of that sort, you know, it could be very helpful and instrumental in preserving, you know, the family business and ensuring that the family member gets the best medical care possible. How does that work? Well, let's say in that case, advanced use of certain forms of wealth management can potentially address the healthcare costs and needs in very tax efficient manner. So the ability to have concierge care can directly affect the wealth management of a family business, whether that business is involved in real estate or manufacturing or technology, whatever it is. You know, the leaders of that business have to be able to stay healthy for as long as they can. Uh, So with medical costs likely to continue to rise and, you know, with age working against us, you need to be able to manage your financial assets in a way that accounts, you know, for a much longer time span and ensures a long and well-lived life. Now, as an investor, it's all about how much money you walk away with, really, right? It's not how much you earn or how much you create. It's how much you get to keep later on. So a you know, great performing investment can become kind of mediocre when you consider the effect of taxes. So therefore, there are ways to mitigate the tax bite from a variety of different investments that could directly affect how, how this care uh, occurs.
0: So, no, that's great, Mark. And I know concierge medicine, that is a big part of the conversation within longevity planning that you're having with clients over at Echelon Family Office. But let's maybe move to another wealth management concern. What is another wealth management item that you're you're seeing and really should be part of, of anyone's longevity plan?
1: Well, hand in hand with longevity planning is estate planning. You must take that into account because due to longer lifespans, people and families may need to rethink their existing estate plans. Uh, you know, and even their entire mindset about wealth transfer in general. Well, indeed, you know, the potential to live longer, uh, you know, can create an estate planning minefield for wealthy families, you know, as well as their wealth managers and their tax experts. It just creates a whole bunch of different issues to deal with.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about this. What kind of issues are you seeing pop up here in estate planning then?
1: Well, you know, let's see, specifically we're talking about issues for high-net-worth families in terms of how and when to transfer assets to subsequent generations. Uh, You know, for example, among wealthy families, a critical longevity-related question you, you really need to ask is, when does the next generation get the benefit from and control the assets that they're going to inherit? You know, if a successful business owner, for example, expects to you know live past a hundred thanks to medical advances and, and things like concierge medicine, then when do the inheritors take control of the family owned business and actually manage the company, right? Is it in their seventies, their eighties, their nineties? I don't know. Potentially disastrous, you know, confrontations could, could, could occur, you know, from not thinking through the possibilities and being proactive about these things in advance, you know, when we think about it, controlling wealth until death is a common practice, but this philosophy can lead, you know, to poor estate plans, especially when the people involved live much longer than they expected to when they created the estate plan. You know, there are cases where the wealth holders are living a very long time. Okay, and it's it's their responsibility to construct estate plans that clearly spell out what needs to happen as they. You know, as they become older and maybe not as interested or not as capable of running a family business, a family entity of some type. So we all have we have to take all of these things into consideration, which is why these plans need to be constantly monitored and updated.
0: Roger that, Mark. I mean, we've talked about a few different areas of longevity planning that are pretty pertinent nowadays, Mm -hmm. but, but given all that, I I feel like we should give the, you know, give our audience some takeaways, maybe some things that they should be, you know, considering for themselves. So what, what would you say people should be asking themselves then, or just maybe discussing with their advisors if they're wondering if longevity planning is, is something they should be considering?
1: Well, you know, Ryan planning is very specific to each individual. Uh, uh, but I guess there are some things that are consistent across the planning spectrum, right? Maybe, maybe things like, you know, are you concerned or as maybe as much as you should be about rising healthcare costs and, and, st- and the state of the art treatments that we don't even know about yet, you know, those costs could, could potentially cost you to run out of money. Right. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't know how much healthcare is going to cost in the future. So, and that's especially true if you're going to live to a hundred or longer. Okay, then there are things such as maybe you should be uh especially concerned about how living to a hundred or older could impact your assets, you know, and your ability to pass those assets on to your loved ones. This is where the estate planning piece gets becomes important again. So, you know, and pass it on according to your wishes and how you see fit, which is smart estate planning. Uh it's, that's why it's so critical. Uh and you know. How about this one? Are you working with a wealth manager who really is knowledgeable about longevity planning? It's it, while it's not new, it is an ever-expanding field, and they must stay current. So, you know, is your is your current advisor really knowledgeable about the longevity planning aspect combined with estate planning as part of your overall wealth management scenario? You know, can they help you take the steps to afford the healthcare you you that you're going to need and want? And, well, are they going to be able to create that legacy uh, uh, program on your terms? Sure, sure. And, Marcus, we've, we've
0: talked about this so much on this show. It, it's that first step. It's getting started. It's always the hardest part for so many people when it comes to these wealth management strategies and solutions we talk about here. But let's say somebody just asked themselves those questions. They recognize the need for, you know, longevity planning or, or a need to make a move on any of those three real areas that you just mentioned to us. Once that's done and they've asked themselves those questions, how could they get started really in putting some of those solutions in place?
1: Well, kind of depends, right? But look, if you're at all concerned about your current advisor's ability to address the longevity related threats to your financial well-being, then, you know, you might want to seek out a second opinion, right? We're big on second opinions and stress tests. I know that we've done a complete Uh, a complete series on stress tests in the past. So, you know, that second opinion, you know, primarily about your financial situation, before you make decisions about your wealth that might impact your ability to pay for that top tier healthcare in the future, okay? And to think about, you know, either planning or redesigning your estate plan effectively. Bottom line is, you know, a comprehensive review of where you are today and where you want to be and the gaps that may exist between those two things right that may indicate it's time to find the expertise you know that could truly add you know uh, value to your life and the lives of those that you care about so even if you've already taken action in those areas let me tell you maybe it's a good idea to get a second opinion anyway especially if you feel at all worried or uncertain about your plan as you know we're sure you'll agree you know addressing any problems with your current longevity planning efforts today, is a lot better than addressing them two decades from now when it may be far too late to make corrections, right? We always say most of our clients come to us having some or all of the work completed, but rarely, rarely, rarely do we see it all of that work be as complete and as comprehensive and as up-to-date as possible. Mm-hmm.
0: Of course. And, and Mark, if anybody out there in our audience is, you know, interested in a second opinion and going through that process, maybe with you and your team, what would be the best way that you get in touch with you guys to just open up a conversation and, and maybe get that process going?
1: Well, you know, you might want to first visit us on the web. Check out our website, www.echelonoffice.com. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word office.com. Or you can call in and our number is 888 Eight nine two nine eight eight two, Or if you're so inclined, feel free to email me direct. I'll be more than happy to respond to you myself. And that's M Wade, M W A D E at Echelon Wealth, E C H E L O N, the word wealth.com.
0: All righty. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Mark. I appreciate you carving some time out of your busy day. You've got some clients to serve, sir. So I will let you get back to doing that. Uh, and I'm looking forward to jumping on the next one with you.
1: Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. It was a great topic to discuss today. I look forward to next month.
0: You got it, Mark. Well, hey, look, I appreciate you. And also want to say thank you to our audience. We also appreciate you guys for hanging out and being with us on the show today. And as always, you know, if you took anything away from today's conversation, you benefited from it in any way, shape or form. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button then on whichever platform you checked us out on today. That way you never miss a future episode with more great wealth management conversations coming down the pipeline. And then, of course, share this information, right? Any friends, family, business owners, anybody that you think Think the conversation, longevity planning, uh, you know, really encaps, you know encapsulates, you know, share that with them so that they can be pointed towards some of those important things like concierge medicine, like estate planning, and maybe like a second opinion service to make sure that their plan is in fact going to get them to the goals that, and aspirations that they hope for most with their lives. So for Mark, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long today, but we appreciate you stopping by and hanging out with us here on Optimizing Your Financial World.